This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Biden's plan to save student loans is here, but will it survive legal charges? Recent Fed survey shows banks are becoming stingier in handing out cash, and former President Donald Trump's political committee spent more than $40 million on lawyer fees as his legal perils mounts. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business briefs. First up, New payment, lowering plan for student loans just dropped, according to The Morning Brew. Applications are opened for the SAVE plan, an income-driven repayment option that will replace the popular repay plan. President Biden's hopes is it will help out the federal borrower's impact when the Supreme Court struck down its more ambitious student loan forgiveness program in June. The SAVE plan is estimated to cost between $138 billion and $361 billion over 10 years. But first, it might get hit with the kinds of lawsuits that sank Biden's $400 billion loan forgiveness program. More than 60 Republican lawmakers tried to push the education secretary to withdraw the new repayment plan, and the program's opponents say legal challenges are likely to be on the way. But according to the administration officials, Similar income-based loan programs already exist. They have not been successfully challenged. So my thoughts on this, I think that having some type of loan forgiveness, I don't think all of it would be a good thing for Americans. The challenge is that a lot of Americans and these young kids, the young kids that are going to college have no idea what they're getting themselves into. Their society tells us that we have to go to college, get a degree. And while I'm a big believer in education, I just don't believe necessarily that we should be pushing our kids to going into debt. And it's the type of debt that's literally enslaving you because you cannot put that in bankruptcy. The student loans is one of those debts you cannot put in bankruptcy ever. So you go to school, you get into debt, and for the rest of your life, if you're not smart, you're not taught about money, you, you don't get a career where where you make a lot of money and you can pay this thing off, you're enslaved for the rest of your life. And that's what we're setting up our kids for and people that go to these high, especially these expensive universities. And the truth of the matter is a lot of these degrees that these people get, they don't really use them in the real world. Let me know your thoughts on that in the comments and let me know what you think about this. Next up, U.S. banks report tighter credit, weaker loan demand, in recent Fed survey reported by Rudders, U.S. banks reported tighter credit standards and weaker loan demand for both businesses and consumers during the second quarter. Federal Reserve survey data released on Monday showed evidence that the central bank's interest rate hike campaign is slowing the nation's financial gears as intended. The Fed's quarterly senior loan officer opinion survey, or SLOGS, also showed that banks expected to further tighten standards over the rest of 2023. My goodness, if they tighten up more, it's going to get hard out here, guys. It's rough out there. Have you tried going to get a mortgage or commercial loan these days? It is not easy. It is not fun. While these banks are in the business of lending money, 
they are certainly making it significantly harder to go out and get a loan. It used to take me uh, 60 days to close on the deal. Now it's taking me 90 days to close on the deal. It is significantly harder to close on loans. And I'm talking about a refinance as an investor, but I am seeing and having conversations with a lot of these bankers and they certainly are tightening. The survey showed a net 50.8% of banks tightening terms of credit last quarter for commercial and industrial loans to medium and large businesses, up from 46% in the prior survey. For small firms, 49.2% of banks said credit terms were stiffer versus 46.7% in the last survey. Both measures fell short at a 70% plus level reach at the height of the pandemic in 2020, excluding the period they were the largest increases since the Fed's first quarter report in 2009 during the great financial crisis. Man, we're comparing credit tightening to the great financial crisis, guys. This should tell you something, but it's weird, right? Because technically, the headlines aren't telling us that we're in a recession, right? Technically, prices are still going up. Technically, inventory is low and demand is still high for housing. So how does any of this make sense? Demand for commercial CNI loans remained weak, though not to the degree reported in previous survey covering the first three months of the year when banks said businesses' demand for credit was the softest since 2009. In the latest survey conducted in the last two weeks of June, the net share of banks reporting stronger demand for large and medium firms was negative 51.6% compared with a negative of 55.6% in the prior period and from the small firms was a negative 47.5% up from 53.3%. And lastly, the Trump PAC has spent more than $40 million on legal costs this year for himself, reported by PBS. Donald Trump's mounting legal woes are growing more expensive, leading the campaign to request a refund from the supportive PAC and launch a new legal defense fund to help cover costs, according to media reports. His political action committee, Save America, is expected to disclose Monday that it spent more than $40 million on legal fees during the first half of the year for costs related to defending the former president, his aides, and other allies, according to the person familiar with filing, who spoke on the condition of anonymity before the deadline. The number was first reported by the Washington Post. At the same time, Trump's allies are creating new legal defense funds that will help pay for the soaring legal fees. Trump faces dozens of criminal charges stemming from indictments in New York and Florida, with more expected as soon as this week. The Patriot Legal Defense Fund, as it's called, is intended to raise money to defray costs of those defending against legal actions arising from individuals or groups' participation in the political process. According to the filing made last month with the IRS, the group will be run by Trump campaign senior advisors Susie Wiles and Michael Glesner. Guys, this is crazy, man. This is absolutely crazy that the country is just going after Trump so hard, so hard, so hard and fast. And look, I'm not saying he's innocent. I don't know. I don't know what he's done. I can't say for sure. But what I know is, as a thinking, logical person is, why is the government going after this guy so hard and so fast? And this is a, an ex-president. This is a presidential candidate right now. This is actually kind of embarrassing to our country, in my opinion.
And I'd like to know what is your thoughts on the SAVE plan that Biden is, is putting out? And what's your experience recently with the banks as mine hasn't been that great? And will you help fund Trump's new legal defense fund? Share your thoughts down in the comments and let's discuss. And this has been your weekly business brief. I'll see you guys next week. And remember to like and subscribe to keep up with the latest business update. Peace. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.